I've been to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but humans are an endangered species, and cyclos have taken over the earth. The more words I type, the harder it is to dignify this movie with a plot description. I would rather eat my own hand than watch this movie again. I am a worse person for having seen this film. I don't know if I even like movies anymore. Barry Pepper plays Johnny Goodboy Tyler. John Travolta plays the seductive Turl. And Oscar winner Forrest Whitaker plays Kerr. Doug Cockle was offered the role of Goosh in the film, but shot himself in the head immediately upon receiving this offer. This movie dares to ask the question, Hey, Max, can you pass me that upcyclo? What's an upcyclo? Nothing much. What's up with you? This is Battlefield Earth. This movie is horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's Ooh, insane. Airtight. Awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Yeah. Oh, woo! Yucky. Woo! Icky. Clayton. Stinky movie. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. This is Critical Darlings. My name is Maxim Foster. And I'm Clayton Shelby. And this is Critical, Critical Darling. It's the only podcast where I'm eating a goldfish. Well, actually, I ate it all. But um, You ate it all already? Well, yeah. You yeah. just opened it. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. You're trying to ruin my <laughs> reputation. Uh, and the only one where we crack open a cold one. I can't do it with my hands. You cut your hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm bleeding. Well, no, I opened the soju with uh-huh. my hand, and it like pierced my skin and like made me. Uh, the little like cap thing that's left on the bottle. It, yeah, it's like fully made of like tin or something, so yeah, it cracks like up and then thin gets sharp. Tin. Yeah, thin, thin tin. tin, just like that little blonde boy. Period. Max. Uh, Charlie Brown. Yes, how's it been going, Max? How's life um, treating you? Um, today's Saturday. Friday was good. Friday was great. I have something I want to talk about that in just a minute. Okay. Thursday was great. I went to Oil Can Harry's. Um, oh, yeah. Saw some great drag. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's just great. Yeah, I'm doing doing good. Wednesday was great. Tuesday was awesome. Monday was awesome. Sunday was great, too. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if I could go through all my days like that. Uh, we had a fun show Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You and I were both on. Yes, yeah. Clayton killed it. Clayton l- killed it. I feel like you could use that PowerPoint a lot going forward. It was really good. Uh huh. I would love to do that, and also probably more like that. Yeah, um, I think it's great. Maybe I can do like a a, a return to that at a later yeah. smart brains. I, yeah, because I feel like since you already have the stand up skills, it's like almost like. A PowerPoint, because the whole consensus, if you weren't there at the show, um, which I assume everyone who listens to this was at the show or was in the show. <laughs> I would hope not. There were like nine people in the whole audience. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, but uh, uh, the whole show, is it's like, a, it's like a PowerPoint comedy show. Yes. I host it, co-host it with Garrett Buss and Lexi Morris. And then Clayton was one of our guests. PowerPoint comedy, I feel like, is similar to prop comedy, but less clunky. I've actually never uh-huh. seen. I've never seen a prop comic. I hope to never see one in my entire life. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah. PowerPoint comedy. I don't know. 
I feel like you you can't put too much onus on the PowerPoint or it will be not good. Like if you're doing it too much like a presentation, like I, I feel like I've just seen a lot of bad specifically like bad PowerPoint comedy. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. bad PowerPoint comedy just feels like you are getting lectured at work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally though, it's it's not fun. Uh huh. Mm. Um. Anyway, I did a PowerPoint about how how I would kill every animal in the Houston Zoo in combat, not just murder. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. It was a fun time. Luke Gasky did a presentation about is soil dirt and eating soil and dirt. And Very funny. him being mad at his friends. And Robbie Key did a good PowerPoint, too. Yes. Guys, moral of the story is, start <laughs> coming to our Tuesday shows. Period. The first three Tuesdays of every month, if you go to Fallout at 930, yeah, at perform. the very least, Max will be at all three yeah. of those. And most of the rest of us will be at the first and the third one. We perform improv every Tuesday. But the thing is, when we're not performing, we watch good content, good stuff. Yes. I mean, what's some good stuff you've seen recently before we get into the shit we watch? Gee today? whiz. Um, have, uh, I, I saw Booksmart. That's right. Yes. What was, um, what was the situation around you seeing that? So I really wanted to prep for uh, Olivia Wilde's directorial follow-up to Good Smart, Good Book smart um <laughs> which uh you know she she's she's making don't worry darling which i'm so excited to go see um which could be insane uh-huh <laughs> i feel like it could still be good despite everything that's like out it looks yeah. good so I, i've heard it's fine like i've heard it's not great or bad but the movie is just i fine. feel like specifically like festival reviews i can never trust like that's anybody that point. sees it early I feel like the reviews that come out from there are always so far off from like how I end up feeling about that's the movie. A, that's a really good point. So <laughs> I, I, I want to take that with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. But uh, no, uh, Alice and I were just looking for a movie to watch. They are a big fan of Booksmart and they put it on for me. Uh, and it's fucking great. I it's loved it. Really good. Like I very few like high school comedy movies are able to like actually capture that high school feeling. Uh, and it was really great. I agree. And yeah, I, yeah. I really just love Beanie Feldstein. I think she's great. Not only was she in Booksmart, around the same time she was also in the Broadway version of Hello Dolly. Maybe a little bit before. I don't know. But uh-huh. and she was um she was Minnie Faye. And I really just like that Broadway recording as well. I love Beanie. She's great. Yeah. yeah, she was really good. Also, I just love the kind of whole conceit of it all. The like mm-hmm. idea that, oh, maybe like actually all of these like popular douches were not actually that bad, and you're just being like antagonistic to yourself. Yeah. Um. I I love that. And yeah. Also, Noah Galvin in it, the one who said uh, Bartholona. I don't remember which one. Is he the one? He's like the. Does he have like all the freckles? He's the gay one. Yeah. 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 Not him. No, not the one. Not no. Well, he's the gay one. But there's another one who has a bunch of freckles. Not the one who like wanted to do the plain stuff and with the Broadway everything at the end. Not him. Uh huh. You know the plain stuff with Broadway. How at the end he was like, I don't remember what his name was. He was like the weird one the whole time. They were like, he's weird. The rich but, one. I he had like seen, a boat. 
I haven't seen it in like a year. I think he maybe. had like chains. What about him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look the guy up while you tell your thing. No, but Noah Galvin was not him. Oh. But there was the other one who was weird. Noah Galvin is the one who did the murder mystery party. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay. He, I don't know if he still is, he is dating or was dating um, Ben Platt, who played uh, Deer in Dear Evan Hansen. And Ben Platt, yes, who played and he Deer, gave everything. He gave everything. <laughs> um, it looks like they're still together. The first thing that comes up when you look at him, when you look him up, is a bunch of pictures of him and Ben Platt. So, yeah, I would assume so. He has facial hair here. He looks much more mature than he did yeah. in the movie. I feel like with a, with a shaved face, he looks like a baby. Because he yeah. was also in another show, um, The Real O'Neills, I think. And he looked like, yeah, I think he was like 14 or 15 when he started. He looked like a ch- like a baby child. Uh-huh. Yeah, with it, yeah in the movie, in, like in Booksmart, he looks like very convincing as like a high schooler. Yeah. Uh, but I love him. I watched yesterday, I finished A League of Their Own, the new A League of Their Own TV show. Ooh. Great. Great shit. I wanted to get a second season right now. I think it was incredible. There were, I won't spoil anything if you ever do want to watch it or just anyone. I don't know. But there are there is characters in that show which takes place in the 40s. And they are like representation of certain just demographics I've just never seen in my entire life. Like... On in any movie or TV, like wow. I've never, and it's amazing. Well, I'll say it now. There is a trans man character in that uh, in the show, and uh-huh. it's just amazing. I just haven't seen that like a the trans male character from the forties during like the World War Two times. Uh-huh. You never, you never fucking see that shit, and I loved that, and I think that it was handled really well, and it was amazing. Hell yeah! The so fun, it takes really place during the forties, during World War Two. Yeah. Wow. Um, is the original... Because it's based off of the movie, right? Which is based off of the real thing. The real Rockford Peaches. Oh, yeah. wow. So, I see. I don't really know anything that it's about. So I've never I seen the no movie. Idea. But my, from what I know, is like the movie is okay, but it's does not really as representative of what really went behind the scenes. I'll uh-huh. say it. A League of Their Own has a lot of lesbian themes in it. And I'll even say lesbian characters and lesbian kissing. There's a lot of gay people in it. Whoa! That's not a spoiler because the whole show is of that like all the time, uh-huh. um, and the actual members of the original Rockford Peaches uh, baseball team have said that that it was it's an accurate representation of the wow. of what it was like, which is really fucking cool. And of That's course, crazy. yeah, the whole idea is like all the men go to war, so there has to be like a women's baseball league, uh-huh. and naturally, a lot of them find sisterhood and lesbianhood in it and a queer family bitch rosie o'donnell's in it too the movie and the show nice period ellen's not in it though who's that ellen (laughs) i was kind of waiting for ellen to be be in it (laughs) why it was like because like she in the original no well well, rosie o'donnell's like a you know prominent like lesbian actress so i was Uh like uh ellen this is ellen's chance but this is her comeback. This is her comeback. Honestly, it would be kind of a gag. Uh-huh. Uh, but sadly, but Darcy Carden's in it. Kate Berlant's in it. Yes, Darcy Carden is the only. Oh, Kate Berlant's in it. And Abby Jacobson from. Yeah. Oh, from uh, Broad City. Is that the girl? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Abby Jacobson, I think, created it with someone else. Um, yeah. Very and cool. Those the, are three amazing actors. Darcy fucking looks like 
amazing in every shot because I feel like this show was having have half wanting to write a really good show and half just an excuse for um, all the actresses to get to dress in like 40s attire and like look really 40s and cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's Jessie what I watched. Carton is very cool. I, she's I, fucking amazing. Just the premise of watching a show that she's the lead in excites me. Because every podcast she's been on, I've loved. And The Good Place was fine until it got boring to me, but still good. Oh, when do you think it got boring? Um, I just got bored around like season three. Uh-huh. I was, but that was before the show ended. So maybe I could rewatch it now and watch to the end. Yeah, but, um, maybe yeah. just because were you watching it like on air, like as it came out? I, wa- I was watching it week to week. Yeah, binging <sighs> might yeah. help. I could see how mm-hmm. that might get a little boring. I think, you know, it's definitely the finale to that show is just amazing. So I've heard. So I've heard. Um, with that, Max, have you had any little dreams? No. Oh. I had, I, this is not super entertaining, I had a dream that a bunch of people died in my life, and I was very sad. You need to stop that. I do, <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> um, yeah, that seems to be all my dreams these days, where I'm just like, oh, I did have a dream. Everything was going wrong, I was very <laughs> sad, I woke up crying. It was the trolley problem, but there were a hundred trolleys, and everyone I knew was strapped to all the rails. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The trolley, the trolley problem. Let's just talk about it real quick. Do you do you choose the person who you love or whatever, the one person, or the five strangers? So what's the version of it right now? Because there's a lot there's of different billion, versions. Yeah. The one I was introduced to from The Good Place, literally, was uh-huh. one person who you really, really care about or love or something like that, and then or five strangers. Uh huh. I if it's somebody, I guess. I would be tempted to hit the five strangers if it's somebody that I love. Yeah, it would be hard. See the original That's version. Crazy that I would do that. <laughs> uh, I get. I don't know. Maybe not. How how young do the people <laughs> on the left look? Like I've how also, much life do they have? That's a good question. I feel like I think it's a mixed bag. Uh huh. But how old is the person you love? Is it a romantic partner? Is it like? You know, gr- granny. Yeah, on the street, I guess there's you know? some things granny where it's who's got like five years left. It's like we're uh-huh. gonna get hit by a train eventually. So uh-huh. might as well expedite the process. Hold on, if she's really old, she's gonna get hit by a train eventually. <laughs> she swallowed a magnet when she was a kid, <laughs> okay, and the, tra- yeah. the trains. Just well, she's in trouble. Her. She is in trouble. Um, or I've also heard that it's like a child on one side and then like five adults on the other side. Uh-huh, definitely that. getting the, the child. child because I mean you can't you can't love someone's potential. No. Um, Guys, see vote, the, vote for Beto O'Rourke. The version people. of this that I was introduced to, um, yes, God, vote vote for anybody blue right now. <laughs> Please, Texas needs it. Eddie Body Blue. Eddie, <laughs> vote for Eddie Body Blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. That would be a great politician. He's like a hor- like a deep red Republican. Hi, I'm Eddie Body Blue. I want to make your neighborhood less safe. Eddie Body Blue, like it's such a like a like a child babbling name. Uh, uh, he's Eddie Body Blue. He's blue and and he can fly. Oh, by the way, uh, but period. The version I was introduced to was just there's one person on the right. There's five people on the left. The train, as it stands right now, is going to go to the left and hit the five people. You could change it to hit the person on the right, but mm-hmm. in doing so, you would be physically acting and thus would have killed the person on the right. Um, that might be the one. I think that's like the main one. I think that's the actual I one. I think so. Um, because the other one is 
you know, if it's like yeah. a person you love, that's a very like personal, like moral decision where yeah. it's like how much you willing to sacrifice. Whereas this one is like a philosophical, like, are you the killer of this person? Yeah. Cause if it's um, going to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, just throw, just flip the switch. I mean, sure. Yeah. That person dies, but you're saving four people. Five. Well, it net, netting four saved lives you're is right. yeah what you're I right, meant. Right. But no, you're right. It's saving yeah. five people, but also killing that. one. And that's what's fucked up is that it, you're killing someone if you're doing the trolley thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would I would I I, uh, I would throw it on the five one and then I would go choke the I would go choke the last person to death. You know what? Well, this movie made me wish I was tied to a trolley. Max, I mean, what do we watch this week? I mean, the tracks, not the fucking, not the trolley itself. Uh huh. Uh, oh, we watched Battlefield Earth, Battle based on the novel by L. Ron Hubbard. Oh. That name sound familiar? It is the sponsor of this week's episode. Yes, it is. Critical Darlings this L. week Ron is brought is. to you by Skyontology. Um, Do you feel be- like there's something empty in your life? Because that means there is an, something inherently wrong with you that needs to be fixed with money and Zoltorp. What's the guy's uh, name? Like, what's? I actually just want. I, I'm gonna right now just look up Scientology so that we're going into this with a proper understanding of what it is. <laughs> yeah, a quick Google search will give us the proper understanding. The three main principles of Scientology are: human beings are immortal, a person's life experience transcends a single lifetime, and that human beings possess infinite capabilities. That's why Tom Cruise is so fucking nuts. Is because he thinks that he's like a demigod. <laughs> Um, I shouldn't be saying this on anything that's connected to the internet. I'm going to wake up in a ditch. Um, I Famous Scientologists. I, the Smiths, right? Or, I mean, at least Will Smith, right? Or wasn't Is he? Will Smith a Scientologist? Wasn't he? Like, or he was or something? Like, I, didn't, I didn't. I was not aware of that. Or their family was connected to it in some way. Um, Let me find out. Nicole Byer has a funny story about how she joined Scientology because she was curious about it. Like She, she just, jo- oh my gosh. She just, like, wanted, she just wanted to know, like what was going on there and she it was it was more of like just out of curiosity and a prank and i think she got like past the first level or something and she like lied about her age and stuff um <laughs> just to like see uh-huh i don't know how the story ends but she has a whole story about it it's crazy damn um elizabeth moss is one what what's she uh the handmaid's tale no yeah it's very sad because i was a big fan of hers oh and also I'll the handmaid's tale is about like fucked up organization <laughs> like oh man that's uh-huh. it's that it's very funny makes me sad yeah well it's like then you have to ask like how many of them i mean obviously no one actually believes in that like the, the religious side of it it's like all fake like they know it and they're just for the money like in for the shit oh whoa no shit okay i'm just going through a list of scientologists elizabeth moss um jenna elfman i don't know who that is laura prepon from that '70s show and Orange Is the New Black. Wow! Uh, apparently, Scientologist, as well as also from that '70s show, noted piece of shit, Danny Masterson. The guy, yeah, the one who like all the shit came out where he was where he's a horrible, huge piece man. of shit. Nancy Cartwright. Who's that? Uh, you'd recognize her probably. Her. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> um, like it would break my heart if who was like the number one person that 
you would like basically want to die if they were a Scientologist that you found out. Oh God. Um, it would make me really sad if like Anne Dowd was a Scientologist. Oh man. Or like if Malala was a Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'd that be would be up. rough. No, um, um if like God. Brad Pitt was a Scientologist. <laughs> um, I just really like Brad Pitt. He loves him. Uh, the guy from Friends is a Scientologist. Which one? Uh, he's Phoebe's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm skipping through a lot of these. Dougie Fresh, of course. Um, Doug Cockle? Doug Cockle's goosh. <laughs> Sonny Bono was a Scientologist, <laughs> that apparently. That completely checks out. <laughs> uh, Beck... Um, that's fascinating. Mordecai. Michael Pena. No. I'm just reading off this list. I'm not like fact checking these, but <laughs> Yeah, this one article. Um and this the like I'm looking at this one and it really seems like he's basically saying Yes, but you know, it's not I'm not crazy. Um Let's see, let's see. Anybody else good? Come on, come on. Well, that's all the fun Scientologists, <laughs> it seems. Um, but Scientology is a big theme in this movie. Yes. Because it's written by the Scientologist. And so yeah. there's no way. LaRonda Hubbard. Period. There is no way that you can say that this movie is free from Scientology themes because nah. it's based on the novel. It's like uh -huh. if Jesus wrote a movie and it was like, no, this movie is not at uh -huh. all. There's no Christian themes in it. It's like, uh -huh. oh, yeah. The guy wrote it. What is it? Don't act surprised because I, cause I wrote it. Don't him. act surprised, you guys, because I wrote him. Wrote it. What, is it. what does Aslan say? Oh, don't quote the magic words, which I was there when they were written. I was there when they were written. Oh, this guy's a Scientologist. Ethan Supley. Look him up, guys. You'll recognize him. I don't know probably. that guy. Never mind. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see where... Anyway... Uh, Max, one thing I did, I think this might be just a good device for us to kind of work our way through talking this about movie. this yeah. horrible movie. Um, I just went through literally just the trivia section on IMDb. Incredible. Which has a lot of very interesting nuggets. Some of them just funny and some of them mm -hmm. very telling, I think. Yeah. But before that, we should just say a brief outline of what, what it is. Uh-huh. 2000... Is when it was when it came out. Came out in two thousand. Stars John Travolta, Forrest Whitaker, some other Barry people. Pepper. Barry Pepper, the of star. Course. Uh, it begins with, with the words "Man is an endangered species" on the screen, and we're like, okay, we're gonna get a whole exposition of like what uh -huh. happened, what year it is. Um, no, it is just says that, and then we are basically introduced humankind as cavemen. And these aliens called the Cyclos have taken over uh, for the last thousand years. And we follow this one guy who basically tries to start a rebellion against them. Tries and, spoiler alert, succeeds to. Uh -huh. Tries by, at every turn, trying to kill anybody around him. <laughs> and somehow just being handed a ton of tools Bombs. to gain power. Yeah, the bad guys are all like, stop trying to escape. 
Please hold this hand grenade for me for a moment. <laughs> and now here's how to drive a helicopter. I'm going to implant all knowledge of Cyclos into your <laughs> brain so that you can garden for me. <laughs> and so it's very much like a chosen one narrative type of thing. Like he's the, the charismatic leader who will drive us, save humanity against the Cyclos. Uh-huh. It is very unclear why, because there is nothing remotely special or interesting about him. Yeah. Uh, movie's very bad, writing's very bad, CGI's very bad, da 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 Everything that you would expect from a bad movie, just assume it's even worse, uh-huh. and it's two hours long. Yeah. And But the prosthetics <laughs> were on point. Prosthetics were great. <laughs> that's true. There are some elements where it's like, I guess visually that's not awful, or like yeah. little tidbits <laughs> like that, but they are few and far between. Yeah. So that's basically what we're working with. But let's yes. talk about the trivia. Let's just get into some trivia. This one... Right off the bat, this is kind of obvious. Forrest Whitaker expressed his regret for participating in this movie. Yeah, me too, buddy. Um, one thing I found while looking into this, John Travolta basically put this movie together. Um, okay. This was a movie, when the book like first came out, uh, like 10 years prior to the movie happening, uh, John Travolta was already was trying to get it made, and he was trying to star as Johnny. Um, oh, interesting. Yes. By the time that it came out, though, he was a little bit older and decided that he would play uh, uh, Turl. Turl. Uh-huh. Who uh, is... That might explain why Turl is like a secondary protagonist or like arguably the yes. protagonist of the yes. movie. The overlord, like the dictator who rules over Earth, uh-huh. spends so much of the movie annoyed by his bosses who are like trapping him in this bureaucratic hell. Uh-huh. Of ruling it. It is the most uninteresting angle you could possibly take an alien movie, possibly. It is so boring. Uh-huh. Yeah, the movie spends so much of its time in this like conflict between man and aliens, hyper focused on the alien's day job. Yeah. Um <laughs> and, and the aliens really are just just human beings. They fully just act like humans uh, to a ridiculous degree. And if you don't believe us, here's a short list real quick of everything I wrote down that is similar between the Cyclo society and our modern human society. Uh-huh. Cyclos have a concept of hell, uh-huh. like the Christian <laughs> hell. Uh-huh. Uh, they speak modern American English in the year... 3,000, a thousand years after humanity is destroyed, they speak modern American English with phrases such as, I'm a cyclo of my word, and how the crap should I know? (laughs) That's another phrase they say multiple times. They have photos, like physical photos. They have school and classes and academies. Uh, John Travolta says he graduated top of his class, which is bizarre. Mm. Uh, they have Euclidean geometry, and that's what they call it. Uh-huh. Euclid is a man who was a human <laughs> on Earth. Uh-huh. They have a gender binary, an obvious gender binary. They have drinking bars. They have bars they drink at. Bureauc- bureaucracy. They have tabs as well at they those have bars. Tabs. <laughs> yeah, they have tabs. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have envelopes, like paper envelopes. <laughs> And that's just a short list of things they have uh-huh. in common. Trivia number two. Trivia number two. Um, John Travolta initially offered the director's seat to 
I'll give you two. I'll give you one guess, Max. Who do you think I want to? Steven say? Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. How about Quentin Tarantino? Oh my God. Uh huh. Who what? declined? Yeah. Because he wanted this to be a fucking Tarantino. Because joke. this was after Pulp Fiction, I imagine. Uh, I believe so. Yes, that was. So the he was like, "Hey, we had a really good run with that one movie. You should do this uh, Scientology." Movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Imagine, yeah, on the set of Pulp Fiction, like he's done playing yeah. fucking not Jules, but the other guy, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Quentin, get up." Hey, can I talk to you for a sec, man? Hey, hey oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what, what do you want? Um, and he just gives him that fucking long ass spiel about this movie. Yeah. He's uh, like, listen, I, listen, man. Like, I just, this book is really good. They're like these cyclos, they're crazy. They're crazy. Uh, I think we could make them similar, similar to people, though. To make it funny, maybe they have envelopes. Anyway, <laughs> they gotta have envelopes, yeah. man. Um, John Travolta referred to this film as quote. Like Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, but better. And no. also, the Schindler's List of sci-fi <gasps> action films. You can't just say that. <laughs> That's not okay. Just, you can't say that. He loved this movie. Schindler's List. That's like a Hitler movie, right? Uh, yeah, it, it takes place though. during yeah. the Holocaust. So is he thinking that? Turl is like the role of like Hitler or something. That's crazy. I, you have to assume that the answer to that is yes. If so, why is Turl like they try to make him so relatable in some weird, bizarre way? And like, uh-huh. like the, literally, we just said this, but the first act of the movie, like thirty minutes, is just him talking to his bosses about how he wants to be promoted, and then they trick him and. He's mad because he because he graduated top of his class. It's so boring and it's bizarre. Anyway, uh huh. Next, um, almost every shot in the film is at a Dutch angle because, according to Roger Christian, he wanted the film to look like a comic book. Um, one, it's weird why you would want this to look like a comic book. It's based off of a novel. Um, also, our comic books. I, have I been reading the wrong comic books? And they, are they typically tilted? Was he just holding his comic book sideways a little bit? <laughs> Is every frame in a comic book tilted at an angle? I don't think. So. I guess I don't read a whole lot of comics, but I I sure don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, truly, almost That's every funny. shot in the movie was fucking tilted sideways to a ridiculous degree. It makes you nauseous. It really is visually upsetting. Yeah, and they keep doing this thing. I counted about. At least over ten times, there were transitions that was like I don't know what you would call this, but it was a it was a wipe from the middle to the end to the outer ends, like a Star Wars wipe, but it's like mirrored on the inside. There's two of them, and they do that like every transition between scenes. Oh, God. It's like Dutch angle, mid wipe transition, Dutch angle, and it's just uh-huh. so bizarre. Um, this is kind of a long one, but I do find it very funny. Um. Despite the film's critical and financial fail- failure, John Travolta has gone on to publicly defend it. Even though the film made less than $30 million worldwide at the box office and received seven Raspberry Awards, <laughs> Travolta claimed that not every film can be a critical and box office success. It would have been awful only if Battlefield Earth was neither. That's not the case. It's edging towards the $100 million mark, which means it has found an audience that uh, found an audience even if it didn't impress critics. 
That is a lie. It made less than $30 million, as stated earlier in the same quote. But it's edging towards that. We contributed uh, to that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah that's true. We rented I guess it is always edging every every day. Relatable. Every time somebody uh, pays some money for it. I am edging. Um, that was weird. I shouldn't have that. This is a short one. Uh, the word man-animal is said 28 times. <laughs> yeah, the cyclists refer to humans as man-animals. Mm. Why don't they just call them animals? Um, no, yeah, it, I, it, <laughs> man or animals, but like we wouldn't be like, oh, those squirrel beasts are, yeah. are running around today. <laughs> well, um, wildebeest, but that's his name. You're right. You're not playing fair there, Max. I, I yeah. <laughs> um, Spider monkey. This one I find very interesting. Um, <laughs> very, uh, uh, the screenwriter J.D. Sapiro. Shapiro, who wrote an initial draft of the film, surmised that the author L. Ron Hubbard conceived of the name Cyclos for the bad aliens because he hated psychiatrists and psychologists. Hubbard, who founded the Church of Scientology, indeed became a fervent opponent of psychiatry after several doctors had rejected his spiritual healing theories and suggested that he suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. Some viewers interpret the movie's conflict between conflict between free humans and cyclos as an allegory for Scientology's ongoing battle against psychiatry. Um, so the cyclos are supposed to be doctors. <laughs> That's so interesting. I uh-huh. would actually like to read like an essay written by a, like an insane person that is trying to say that that like cyclos are doctors. Uh-huh. I would love to see what their reasoning is because that's bizarre and crazy, but also I don't put it past them at all. Yeah. I, I it seems, you know, I can I can I can kind of buy into it a little bit. All, I mean, it would kind of explain the bureaucracy of the cyclo society, like uh-huh. how it's all like kind of fucked up like that and weird or something and yeah, I, I guess, yeah. And also, I mean, they wear those, like, little nose thingies. Maybe that's, like, also a thing where... I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't I don't think it's a good thing, but I could see This is it. an interesting one. The film had a toy line by Trendmasters. Period. It was one of their last. <laughs> End of uh, trivia. <laughs> um, end of that trivia. Sorry, yeah. we've still got plenty more trivia. <laughs> Please, don't worry. Um, this one... This really changes the way I look back on the movie. Um, John Travolta took so much inspiration from Predator that they had to add his voice in post-production. He refused to do or say anything other than the Predator's signature growl on set. John Travolta? Yeah. With the every line? Apparently. Wait, 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 wait. Run that by me again. John Travolta took so much inspiration from Predator that they had to add his voice in post-production. He refused to do or say anything other than the Predator's signature growl. That's crazy. How? But we see him talk. Uh-huh. We see him move his mouth, like, to talk. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if he's going, like... <laughs> but, like, uh, he moves... Uh, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. He did. They did, like, look like the Predators, though. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, <laughs> this one tickles me. I don't fully understand it. Uh, the script originally had the cyclos jumping into vats of oil. This was changed to them lounging around. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? So all of the when? <laughs> all of the scenes where they're like lounging at around the at the bars and stuff, they're supposed, they're supposed to, be to be jumping into vats of oil. <laughs> jumping into <laughs> vats of oil. Um, How late in the process was that? Like, was that changed? Yeah, uh. and then he's pissed off. He's gonna go jump into some oil <laughs> vats. They're hanging out of the oil vats. They're burning. They're, That's they're, insanity. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Uh, this bit is very telling. Uh, it is 45 minutes into the film before we find out Johnny's name. Yeah. Uh-huh. And someone... So his full, his his name in the biography is, is Tyler, but in the show it's Joseph... It's Johnny in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my brain in just the description, his name is Tyler. Uh, according to IMDB, the reason for that... Is that his name is Johnny Goodboy Tyler? Of course, of course, good boy. Uh huh. This is just a this is a bit of trivia. Um, it says there are lots of midwipes. That's what they're called. That was on the IMDb trivia. <laughs> That's uh, great trivia. <laughs> the number of fingers on John Travolta's hands changes between scenes. <laughs> um. Uh, true. It is totally true. Um, and then there's a whole section on the Wikipedia. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, about the fraud uh, committed by this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that does that, not surprise me. Yes. Uh, there's something very interesting in there. So just going into this fraud section, uh, the budget listed online is $73 million. Uh, the box office mm-hmm. is twenty nine point seven million. We're edging towards a hundred million. Uh huh. E- ever so slowly edging towards a hundred million. If you add the budget towards the box office, that's a hundred mil, baby. Exactly. Uh huh. Um, but basically, the FBI started looking into this movie uh, because it was found that uh, the companies behind it were lying to investors about the budget of the movie. Um, basically saying they had a larger budget than they did, getting different people to buy in and raise the budget. Oh. And because of that, entertainment had agreed to pay 47% of production costs of uh, the film, but they ended up paying between 60 to 90% of the costs of the movie. Oh, shit. Um, the company alleged that the franchise had defrauded it to the tune of over $75 million by systematically submitting grossly fraudulent and inflated budgets. Um, Why is that illegal? Because of this, uh, inter- in- it went to court um, and the uh, production company that was scammed was awarded $121.7 million in damages. Holy shit. Um, Damn. Meaning that this movie lost a total of uh, $160 million. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking crazy. And I think I read that this bankrupted the the company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This movie destroyed lives and jobs. A hundred. Yeah. This, (laughs) this was such a fucking mess. Um, just a few more numbers and then we'll be done with all of this section but on IMDB this has a 2.5 
On Metacritic, it has a 9%. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has that 3%. Classic 3. If we're looking at a out of 10 rating, that is a 0. 0.3. <laughs> um, is it? Out of 10? Right? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're yeah. Right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. I, sorry, I doubted you. Hey, don't let it happen again. No, but I, I really think this movie could have been great. No, it couldn't have. But it takes uh-huh. place in Denver. My favorite part is how it'll be like, human testing center, Denver. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. so non-threatening. Like, not Denver. Yeah, this movie um, just really shits the bed in every conceivable aspect. There's yeah. nothing that I can honestly say like works. Like none yeah. of their performances, none of the anything. Nothing at all. It's really bad. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. A contender. Uh, you know, it, like I, you know, I'll save it for when we get to the big movie showdown or whatever. But. Uh, this to me is up there with the likes of like fart the movie and master yeah. of disguise. Yeah, 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 really. And uh, because Emoji Movie, we were like mad at it and we were like having fun making fun of it. With Battlefield Earth, it was we were like making fun of it a little bit, but a lot of it was like, wait, why is this like that? Didn't they just say this was this? Mm-hmm. And we we're like, yeah. <sighs> uh huh. <laughs> or there was a lot of like crude humor and just saying like crap. And like hell a lot, uh-huh. which was just really bizarre to hear the aliens say. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, but despite all that, it was it was like a good movie. <laughs> well, I had a fun time. Uh-huh. Have you seen Predator? Um, uh, the original one. Yes, I haven't. He, is that the one where he's invisible? Uh, yes, he can turn invisible. Yeah. he does a lot of things, but invisible. Does he have, is one gu- of them. Does he have guns? Like yes, uh, he has like weapons. Most of them are like implanted in his body. I think occasionally he will like. I don't know. I don't think he ever uses guns, but he has like ranged weapons. Is he an alien? Uh, yes. The predator, predator is an alien. alien. Yes. Okay. Um, and there's a new movie. The the oh, prey prey. I was so into that because when the original trailer came out, it you don't find out till the very end of the trailer that it's a predator movie. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, you're just like seeing as like the the girl is like running. There's like this thing that killed the bear. She doesn't know what it is. She's like running from it. She's fighting it, but we never see what it is until like the very end when we see like the three predator dots show up on Mm -hmm. her forehead. That was cool as fuck. That was awesome. Oh, he has like dots where he is like a, like a thing. Yes. It's like like a sniper dot, but it's, it's three of them because his eyes, because he has this little thing on his, his arm. Oh shit. That's crazy. He's an alien with guns. Yeah, it is crazy. He fights. And honestly, we should probably watch this at some point. The movie is Aliens versus Predator. That's right. So that's like Alien from Alien, like the the, the, the Xenomorph from Alien yeah. versus the Predator from Predator. Who wins? Um, Who's I don't fucking know. I, I haven't seen it. Is it a thing where they win, or is it a thing where they actually team up and they find a better, the bigger thing? I think it's a thing where they someone win. wins. Someone wins. Yeah. I feel like things never. I feel like there should just be definitive winners in all those. Whenever that happens, let oh, let like, Batman or Superman win. Or it should be a thing where, like, in half the theaters, Predator wins. Half the theaters, mm, Aliens yes, wins. Yes, I would love that. Is his name Aliens? Yeah, his name is Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so there's more than one? Um, I think Do they it's, come from a planet? I think it is, like, Predator, Alien versus Predator, and then I, th- and then I think it's Aliens versus Predators. <laughs> That's stupid. Uh-huh. Sorry. My favorite part about this movie, I have to say, I forgot to say. 
that the planet that the Cyclos are from is called Planet Cyclo. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, they at the very end of the movie, oh they teleport a ship there. This is crazy. A guy has a bomb, like a regular bomb that they had on Earth. It's very poorly explained. I'm sure there's like an explanation that is solid that we could get from the movie. I don't care enough to even think yeah, about to that. Track that down. Um, but he has a bomb that he blows up the whole planet with. <laughs> he lights one bomb, and over the course, in less than a minute, the entire planet has collapsed in on itself and exploded. Like the fucking Death Star. And then my favorite thing is, I think there's like no debris left. It just explodes and uh-huh. there's just like a dust cloud and there's nothing there. And it's yeah. like, okay, it things, like atomizes things, the planet. Things do, when things explode, there's like stuff after, like left after. There's uh-huh. like rocks and shit, parts of the planet. Like, uh-huh. it's not just nothing there. My favorite part though was whenever it did explode, the moon around Planet Cyclone went like. And like flew back. Uh-huh. I, like, I like yeah. that detail. I'm glad they cut that detail in. It, like, As if it flew. got flicked by a really big finger. Um, also, I'm not a scientist. I haven't watched a lot of science videos in a long time. I feel like, isn't it a thing where there's actually no fire in space? Like an explosion would explode something, but there's no fire. Like you can't have fire in space. Is that totally I mean, wrong? it was a planet. So there was like an atmosphere to burn. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I feel like the fire did keep going up, but as once the atmosphere, I I don't know enough. I don't. Would you I'm not go smart. to the moon? Uh, yeah. If they offered you, it would take a year to go there and back. No, it wouldn't take like a couple months. <laughs> but but in this particular trip, it uh-huh. would take. Uh huh. Okay. Knock knock knock. Hey Clayton. Hey. Do you? <laughs> Sorry, who are you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to catch you in your bathrobe. Uh-huh. Um. Well, we, I'm the FBI, and I think you I You are the FBI. I am wow. weed. I am the FBI. <laughs> it's, I, what is it? it's an honor to I meet you. I am something. This is from a movie. Uh-huh. The Senate. Spartacus. I am Sparta. <laughs> uh, no, this is Sparta. Yeah. Um, what's he say? Sparta? <laughs> this is Sparta. This is 300. This is Sparta. <laughs> Um, I was referencing Spartacus because they all go, I am Spartacus. Oh, no, right. I am Spartacus. Who, who, which one of you Spartacus? Which one of you little Greek fuckers is Spartacus? <laughs> me. Okay. Blow me, sir. Like the, fir- the first one who says, I'm Spartacus. He's just shooting. Yeah, just like, walks oh. away. But yeah, well, that solved that problem. I wish at the end of that movie, they all said that and it's like, you can't kill him. And then they just kill all, they just start yeah. fucking hacking him down. Oh, Captain, my captain moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens at the end of that movie? Captain Mike Will Captain? Robinson leaves. What's uh, his name? No. William Smith. What's his name? <laughs> Robin <laughs> Robin Williams. Listen, I didn't, Daddy didn't have his Red Bull this morning. I had one earlier. Uh-huh. My brain they don't teach you that kind of thing at the FBI. But sorry, you were oh, saying yeah, something about... So we need a guy to go to the moon. Uh-huh. We, your manager told us you're really good at multitasking. Uh-huh. And you've been a trainer in the past. I have, yeah. Do you have a heart murmur? Um, I don't think so but that's i'm not good. sure that's great you should come to the moon with us it's going to take three months it's going to take 12 hours to get to the base okay three months to train uh-huh three, three months to go up to the moon uh-huh and you're, you can spend like a day there or whatever and okay you, three months to come down and you can drive home <laughs> okay so be nine months altogether uh-huh. and you're gonna get paid a thousand dollars a week damn i yeah 
You still have to pay your rent to your friends. Okay. I do I have like Venmo <laughs> in the rocket? Well, I mean, we'll see. Like, you have to actually pay them in the rocket. Well, we'll handle that. Don't you worry? Okay. We'll handle that. Okay, then yeah. Cool. You like a hundred percent. I would. You would do it. Yeah. A hundred percent. What about Ellis? Um, I would say. I, I mean, if I'm getting paid a thousand dollars a week, I could. I could just put them on retainer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, no, I think I think they would let me go to the moon. I think so too. I'd come back. What about explore for you. <laughs> no, you're right. I'd stay <laughs> for smart brains. Max, <laughs> what, what did the G Force do? Um, oh yeah, well the G Force were wiped out. Yeah, except for <gasps> one G Serum. Whoa. And Will Robinson, what's his name? Tyler sticks it into. <laughs> Sticks it into Cyclo's John Travolta's face. Uh huh. Be- makes it and kills him. Be- kills him because he gets the G serum. It becomes like a <laughs> rodent, um, and he dies. <gasps> but he, but he becomes a rat brain. No, since they killed the main, <laughs> the main one. Wait, what'd you say? He becomes a rat brain because he's been calling everybody rat brain. Yeah, because he thinks the humans eat rats or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're stupid in this movie. Everybody's a fucking moron. But what really happens? I'm so tired. What really happens is that, like your thing is a thing, but like what really happens in it is that since the main one dies, all the other cyclones died too, like mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones. By the way, House of the Dragon, turning this shit out. I love it. Yes. Yes. I tried to explain to people who've never seen it, like, what this episode was. And I was like, so the main character, like, fucks her uncle, but... Spoilers, by the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Spoilers, by the way. Um, Well, the main character, like... Well, no, I don't want to say it. No, the main character fucks her uncle. I already spoiled it. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of normal in the family, but... It was, like, weird, but it was consensual. But it was kind of weird because he's, like, older than her. And she's 16, by the way. But it's normal. And it was really good. And her acting was great. <laughs> and people are like, why should I watch this show? I'm like, no, it's really, really good. And then, well, her mom, in episode one, spoiler alert, dies in childbirth because they cut her stomach open. <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to watch that. It was Kendra who said this. She said, it sounds like this show hates women. And I'm like, no, it's great for women. It's about that. It's a good show. I said to a woman. Said no 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 no, 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 no. You're, wrong. you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong idiot idiot wrong 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 but yeah but seriously I thought it was great this movie honestly we you know we can joke around all we want but it was good how many battlefields Earths do you give this movie out um of, oh, out of ten if zero is an option zero zero me too I give zero yeah um just ah. Uh, I hate this fucking movie. So two zeros from us. Max, why did we watch this movie? Every single damn week. Every wait, single week. Wait, one. you're saying why did we watch it? Yeah, why did we watch this? What what circumstances led to us watching of this course. movie? Of course. So, Grant and I are two guys who really like to shoot the shit about movies. Are you laughing? Oh my gosh, oh. yes. Um... We love to shoot the shit because we watch bad movies and we ambush each other every single time. Last week, Clay ambushed me with this movie because I made him watch Alvin and the Chipmunks because he made me watch <laughs> movie because I made him rank all the movies we watched and he was mad at me. Yes. So, this week, I'm going to ambush Clayton with a movie. Hell yeah. And I think I know just the one. I'm excited. So, what, <laughs> what's, your assi- what's your sign? What's your sign? 
Uh, I'm a Leo. You're a Leo. Yeah. So you're a fire sign. Yeah, I am. Do you like water? Burn, baby, burp. Um, I mean, I prefer Dr. Pepper, but mm-hmm, I love that. Well, there's not that. There's not that version of this movie yet. Have you ever been to an aquarium? I have. You know how an aquarium... This is the weirdest coincidence I have. Sounds like the word equestrian. Uh Uh-huh. I think I know where the... (laughs) Weirdly enough, when you asked if I liked water, I immediately knew what movie this was going to be. We're going to be watching next year. I mean, next week. Next year. (laughs) We're going to take a short break. Uh, The 2007 classic Water Water Horse. Horse. By the way, it's a dragon. It's a freaking dragon. I watched this movie in theaters, and I only ever really? I only remember being scared. <laughs> I was nine at the it. time. You were nine? Yeah. So the story is by Dick King Smith. <laughs> Dick King Smith. Yeah. So I love that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's adapted from The Water Horse. Oh, they dropped the the. And it stars Brian Cox. I love Brian. Do you, do you think the water horse comes up to him and he's like, fuck off? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Do you think Dicking Smith and Brian Cox had a real <laughs> laugh together? Do you think they had sex? Probably. They, they used Dicking Cox at the moment. <gasps> they could get married and they could be Dicking Cox. <laughs> I like that, actually. Uh huh. I watched that movie. I watched that movie Fall, where the girls go yeah. on the pole and they fall off. Um, and uh, something about that movie. It was originally shot planned to be rated R but they changed it after the fact to be PG-13 and so they dubbed out all of the fucks and so all throughout the movie it's like this really tense situation and she's like just give me the freaking water and go back up on that freaking ladder before I bust your freaking kneecap (laughs) all of the fucks were changed to frick and freak that sounds like a fun movie it's honestly I might watch it I really enjoyed it it seems like just a fun romp. Yeah, I mean, it, like it's definitely nothing special, but like it's Damn. a good time. Okay, and it's pretty solid. Um, Fuck their drag, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of those people should be, you know, ashamed of their dreams. But Clayton, this has been, or my name is. Wait, I think I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're set. I, I was burped. Would you? <laughs> we're set. We're set. We're Clayton good. has to head out. I gotta head out. You're not wearing shoes. I got a hot date. Uh, You're not wearing shoes, yo. Yeah, I need to go put on shoes and shirt and stuff. Guys, we're gonna be recording in the Fallout space really soon. Oh, yes. I'm so excited for that. Uh huh. But for now, I've been Max Imposter. And I'm Clayton Chalman. I'm so tired. I'm like falling asleep right now. Mm -hmm. I almost yawned through my own name. (laughs) And as always, stay critical, critical, darling. Bye. Bye.